Everyone knows the apron is the hardest part of the ring, but this is the nerdiest part of the ring. Your weekly news roundup for the wide world of professional wrestling. I am your host for the evening, the five-star man, Asa Gray. And joining me at this time is the big D, Dalton Anthony. Yo. Dalton. Yo. Real life is a is a effer, so we missed last week, but we're back. Yeah. We got some well, stuff to talk about. No, in total fairness, like, yeah, we did miss last week, but I, like... I'll talk about it. It was my work. I had another work thing between work and the last couple of missed pro wrestling, not pro wrestling unscripted, nerdiest part of the rings have been my fault because I was finishing up my last bit of grad school. And then last week I had a performance with my uh, students. Um, Performance went really well. I was very happy about that. It sucks when I can't do nerdiest part of the ring. And it's not because like we, we love giving content to people. That's our favorite. Like we like doing this for y'all. But also, it bums me out when we can't do it because, like, we text each other every day. Like, I don't think there's a day go by where we really don't talk to each other at all. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, this is, like, this is our play date. Because, like, you guys only get to hear, like, an hour to an hour and a half, depending on what um, pod service lets us upload that week. Um, but, like, we talk. We started talking at 645. It's 730 right now. We'll probably, we'll wrap up and probably still talk for another 20, 30 minutes. And, like, mm-hmm. it sucks whenever, like... I don't get to record with you because, like, it's it's our play date. Like, this is – it's my Thursday thing. Right. And it's – It's our catch-up time. Yeah. Like, and we talk all the time, like, between our group chats um, and then just our personal messages. But, like, nah, this is nice. I was thinking about it today. I was like, I have not recorded a podcast with another person. Like, it, like not – that's not what I meant. I have not recorded a podcast in person with another person since 2020 before my grandma went into hospice, my great-grandma. Because that's what made me stop doing um, PZ85 right before COVID happened. I wasn't worried about COVID um, because it hadn't, like, it popped up out of nowhere, it felt like. Um, But, like, my grandma went on hospice, like, three weeks before. Um, So, like, I had a major job change. Grandma went on hospice, and then COVID happened. And I think the last podcast I did in person was a pro wrestling unscripted. But since then, it's been all Zoom. And I was thinking, I was like, I miss doing those with Asa. Just us two, I think, us two yelling at each other in person was the the most fun I had had in a while. I think the last in person podcast I did would have been Nerd Up, which makes sense because that would have been during my off time. Or maybe it wasn't Nerd Up. Maybe it was Nerds for Hire. I miss that one. I've been in a whole lot of podcasts with the word nerd in the name. I'm just now realizing. Yeah, uh, three because it All, was and it the was, same three I've been a part of. <laughs> yeah, it was Jesse and it was it was myself and it was Trevor. Trevor. Yep. And Trevor came because this was literally like a couple I want to say it was just a few days before like the lockdowns hit. Yeah. Cuz Trevor came in a mask dual wield and Lysol. He was just like, "I'll do the show, but I am coming prepared." That is the most Trevor uh, Camp thing you could have said to me. Not an insult. Was... Not an insult. And that's not me <laughs> saying he's over prepared for it. I'm just saying he is such an unhinged person that that is exactly what happened. No, I think he was the he was the most hinged at that point because he was just yes, he, he was prepared. He was the best of you all said of us. you said and I quote dual wielding Lysol and like yes I understand it wasn't in a pistol but like that motherfucker was Yosemite Sam in my mind's eye, which is uh, yeah, which but... is very much how he portrays himself most of the time. I love Trevor. You mean you mean Yosemite Saul? I hate you. I hate you so much. And Saul is also. I know that was a weird. I'm good at. I'm good at naming stuff. I agree. Sometimes. I agree. That's why I just need you to watch my wrestling moves and just tell me what the name for that is. Don't tell me what the actual name is. I want a fun name. The uh, well, you're gonna lose to the premiere, and I'm excited to see that. Hey, hey. Probably shouldn't. Have, hey, probably shouldn't have said that. Hey, 
They're going to lose to us. Or, or did I? Intrigue. May 27th, May Mayhem. Dude, I... Cape Girardeau, Missouri. AC Brazi, Mar- right. AC Brazi Arena. Nobody in that uh, match is going to listen to this. Nobody in this ma- that match is going to listen to this. I need you to know, I am so fucking excited about this match. I think you are underestimating the amount of prep work that Campbell Myers and SK Bishop do for their opponents. They know you're on a wrestling podcast. They're going to tune in. They're going to be like, what does this dumb motherfucker have to say about wrestling? So they can go tell Camaro and then I'm going to get looks. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, No, I am like... I'm so happy he's coming back. I am so thrilled. Because I've seen them wrestle before. I I watched them a couple years ago live. Um, Or a year ago? A couple years ago? I don't remember. Um, They're so good. And yeah, like, that's gonna be. I'm. I'm looking for. I'm genuinely. Yeah. Like not just to call it, and like not just because you're my friend, but like I'm. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Match, so uh, I feel super uh, bad. But hey, if you oh. want to hear me talk about Cape Championship Wrestling, uh, you can go to the Facebook page for Cape Wrestling doc or facebook.com slash cc wrestling five seven three every Tuesday night. Myself and Caleb Carter and Paige Mac uh, do a CCW live, which is a fun time. Uh, my favorite memory of all time, and I feel bad saying this because it's the it's the most me thing that I think I've ever enjoyed, because uh, I hate myself and I hate the work I do. Uh, and even going back to when it was just like the friend group doing CCW Live, like the core friend group where it's like we've been to each other's houses and like it's the PZ85 group. Yeah. Uh, not to imply that like Caleb and Paige and I aren't friends, just you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like it was because uh, it was before I was wrestling. Like, yeah. Yeah. So. But it was with a telemarketer called. Oh, yeah. And I try and I try and I did the best pitch for a wrestling show I have ever done or excuse me or will ever do. Um, Just out of nowhere, because the, the caller ID literally said telemarketer. Your, your best. Uh, that was your second best thing you've ever done in wrestling. Um, your first best, I think, will forever be the he- head cut or haircut segment. Not for mm-hmm. me getting to cut your hair, which was super awesome. But like. The promo before it, uh, you did such a good job. And I, I did tell you in the ring how good it was. But I had to be careful because you were holding the microphone in just the place where I was just like, great fucking promo. Because I've, yeah, I've done... Just, I've, I'm like, I don't need feedback right oh, now. Oh, but I, do that to every, I did it to ATM um, in Charleston. Because mm-hmm. like he cut his promo announcing the cage match and shit. And so he drops the microphone at his hip, and I was like, that was a great fucking promo, man. And he started smiling at me. I was like, why the fuck are you smiling? Because I'm really bad at, like, talking in the ring. Like, I talk a lot. Mm-hmm. But it's always nice things. So I look like such, like, I do the Academy face, and I look like such an asshole. But I'm giving the person across from me, like, the most nicest compliments I could at the time. Mm-hmm. Which usually is like great fucking promo. It's usually my go-to, but um, yeah, no, I was super proud of you in that one. And then I went back and watched the um telemarketer one because I'd usually train. I'm at um the bar in Sykeston doing the CCW training grounds, and um, you told me about it like the next day, and I was like, well, gonna have to tune into CCW Live's uh, backlog so I can watch Asa be the best human. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Yeah, it's probably the best. That that right there is probably one of the best things I'll do in wrestling, but. Uh, hey, we've been talking about ourselves for like 15 minutes, so moving on, uh, we uh, outside of talking about ourselves, we start every episode with the power of positivity just because there's so much negativity and toxicity online uh, the, with the discourse that we try to do our small part to combat that by just being like, hey, 
this is a cool thing in the world of wrestling and we appreciate it. And we encourage you to do the same thing like on Twitter or blue sky or Facebook or whatever social network that you choose to use. Just be like, Hey person, you're doing a cool thing. You're appreciated because it helps a lot. Um, mine is, I'm carrying mine over from what mine was going to be last week. Cause we're not going to do a full backlash review mm-hmm. just because it's, it's two weeks out. It was a good show. I had a lot of fun. It was watching a great it, show. But, I loved it. But my power of positivity goes to that crowd. You son of a bitch. That that Puerto Rico crowd, because holy shit, the entire night they were so into everything. Yeah. The Bianca Belt, like Bianca Belair, coming out first and just getting an amazing ovation. Like, I was like, okay, cool. They came to play. This is going to be awesome. And then EO Sky coming out and them, like, loving her more somehow. <laughs> and it's just like, okay, well, this is going to be interesting. Can they... Hold, no, no, no. I, hold the phone. You know what I mean. Somehow, she's perfect. That's why I love EO you know, Sky. <laughs> yeah, but she's the heel. Yeah, I'm aware. And, I know. I know. I'm being so a dick. You, you, know, you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, and then just, yeah, the whole night, they did not slow down. They did not stop. Uh, the reaction for Savio Vega... Popping up on TV, which is a special moment for me because Savio Vega is who Shannon and I credit for our friendship Mm -hmm. because of just like he had the random WWE network on while he was working at Gaming Grounds in Jackson. And I was just some dude in there shopping around. And I was like, I look at the TV and I see it. I'm like, is that Savio Vega? And then he looks at me. He's like, you know who Savio Vega is? Did we just become best friends? (laughs) Yeah, kind of. And then it, we just kind of, it, it snowballed from there of just, you know, us becoming friends. And then every, here we are. Yeah. Um, there has been some confusion about whether that person was Savio Vega or S.A. Rios. We can't quite remember a hundred percent, but it was one of the two. Nobody and it asked. it was very much a, no, you know who this is? Nobody asks who S.A. Rios is. I would have if I saw him on TV randomly at a video game store. Fair enough. Been like... You mean that the dude who graced us with Lita? Yeah, it's like you mean the person for the first time. You mean the person put some respect on Sa Rios's name, sir. Um, but yeah, shout out to that Puerto Rican crowd. That was amazing. Yeah, uh, they they really made like it was it was a good show that they made great. Yeah, like if they weren't as into everything, I don't know if I would have you know loved the show as much as I ended up you know really enjoying it. That's fair. I so you're a dick. That was gonna be mine. Um, I was like, it still can be, uh, no. Cause that, that means I get to give it, I can be a little bit more, uh, focused. Uh, my power of positivity this week is Damien motherfucking priest. Um, yeah, he is so good. Um, do you remember my first like real like moment where I realized I loved him? Was it at Supercard? Yeah. Or? So I had seen him mm-hmm. a few times before as punishment Martinez, but then he had that fucking monster match with, uh, Ishii. And I was like. I, I know who Damian Priest was. It was kind of like how, because that same weekend, like, we saw Eddie Kingston and you were like, ah, uh, I mean, I get it. And then, like, seeing him live, I was like, oh, no. Like, and I knew who he was. Same thing with, like, uh, Priest. I was like, no, I know who these people are. But holy mm-hmm. fuck, Damian Priest is amazing. And then, like, seeing the evolution of it. And it didn't look like they were going to do much with him um, during the... Uh, 
like his main roster debut. Cause like, all right, he's babyface. He's teaming with bad bunny. Those were fun matches, but like, man, I really wish they give Damian priest something. And ever since the judgment day with Damian priest, I have just like, yeah, this motherfucker, everybody needs to love. And he did such a great job in that match. Like he did every, like there's not a single part in that match where I'm like, ah man, that was the choice you made. Everything he did from like, the moves he chose to hit on Bad Bunny to, like, give him the correct amount of, like, uh, sympathy and stuff to the way he would sell fucking getting hit with that kendo stick. Because, like, it was the weirdest things in wrestling I love. But right when, like, uh, Bad Bunny would fucking whack him, uh, he would, like, do a little hop step. So whenever he hit him, he could kick his leg out. And, like, it just mm-hmm. made it look like he, he was fucking murdering him with that those kendo sticks. And, like... It oh man, it was so good. It was so good. He did such a good fucking job. And like, props to Bad Bunny too, um, because like, I f- Bad Bunny can prove that he can do this at a somewhat rate. Like, I don't think he could do a WWE schedule where he's wrestling five times a week. Because I don't know if his like he would have to get his body ready to do that. But he can do these fucking main marquee matches. He can do the sprints. Yeah, he can do the sprints. And when he does the sprints, it is. Fan-fucking-tastic. And I didn't know who Bad Bunny was prior to his WWE stuff. I don't, I'm, I'm fine with saying it. I don't... Mm-hmm. like. I'm like everybody else. Um, but to hear that this dude played at the Met Gala... Like, didn't he win some Grammys, like, right before? And then um, is, like, the most streamed artist on either iTunes or Spotify. And it's like... And he is wrestling. And it wasn't yeah, and had- it wasn't it wasn't a celebrity match. Like people are like, oh, it's a great celebrity match. No, that was just a good match. Like for what it was, that was such a good match. And the fact that that dude's like an actual star. Like Yeah, he headlined both nights of Coachella. Yeah. Like oh, just a couple weeks before. And then yeah, he and then he's like the number one streaming artist like in the world. Just all of these accolades uh on his just music side. I did add his uh theme song from Backlash. Um, uh, Champea, that song fucking rules. Um, mm-hmm. I've listened to it probably every day since Backlash because it rocks. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like, Bad Bunny did such a great job. Like, if he's somebody I get to see wrestle once or twice a year, um, dope. Uh, fucking better than Logan Paul, better than Pat McAfee. That's a sentence I don't think I'd ever gonna say. Um, but better than both them. Uh, and, Cause like he can do the big moves, but he, I, it could just be the people that he's getting put in the ring with the storytelling that he's getting to do with it is so fucking great. And that match was so much fun. And like Carlito is still fucking jacked. And why do we not put him on a nostalgia contract? Like we did the headbangers so I can get, no, put him on a, put him on a legends contract, whatever they put him on. No, I don't give a fuck. Put him on something so I can get an elite. God damn it. The. Well, I mean, you don't need an elite of him. Carlito looks like if Carlito designed an action figure of himself, that's the body he would give it. Yeah. And he comes out looking like that in real life. Oh, it was so uh-huh. good. Also, yeah. Did you see, did you see the interview that uh, Chris Masters did? Uh-uh. Where he's like, I've watched his entrance into that match like a dozen times because it just makes me so happy. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and Carlito's a super like cool guy. Um, he was. Well, yeah. He spits in the face of people who don't, who don't want to be cool but like so and peel back the curtain a little bit and then we'll get into the show proper but like uh at when he did ccw january 2020 so again right before everything shut down mm-hmm. 
Um, and we, you you haven't had to deal with the Missouri Athletic Commission, but you're very aware of the shit we've had to deal with. Yes. Um. So Jason texts me, and he was like, please tell me your color printer still works. And I'm like, yeah, why? And he was like, I need to send you Carlito's uh, paperwork, because this was before they get, like, really struck down on people, to where you could turn paperwork in the day of and it'd be fine. So I had to go, like, print it off, come up. He Like, Carlito actually came up and thanked me for doing all mm-hmm. that. And, like, he didn't, like, Jason was like, oh, yeah, that's the guy that got your paperwork in. And he was like, hey, man, I appreciate it. And I was like, you beat John. You're Carlito. I was like, you you beat. <laughs> I had the Mike Bennett thing. I was like, you're aware that you're a Carlito, right? Uh, <laughs> God, that was still fucking Mike. That Mike Bennett moment will be forever be my greatest contribution to wrestling of just like, well, I'm not sure if you're aware of the fact that you know that you're Mike Bennett. Um, but that's how I kind of was with Carlito where I was like, uh, 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 and I did, I have done the people I have done that to where I couldn't talk to him mm-hmm. is really random. Yeah. It's not, a, it's not like the list you would expect. Yeah. Cause like I talked to like Godfather was over like here during COVID and I was talking to him for a little bit. He was super cool. And like, but like, uh, Carlito, Mike Bennett, that was that first, I could not talk to him for some reason. Like not even out of respect, like it was out of respect as a reason I couldn't, didn't want to talk to him cause he like is great. And, like, a few others, but I'm like, yeah, no, the ones that I can just talk to, because, like, I was talking to Cardona like it was nothing. Um, Mm -hmm. Oh, fuck, I did a show with Cardona. You called a Cardona match since the last time we recorded. Our lives are really fucking cool sometimes. They really are. So I'm, I'm, I'm listening to you, but I went back and I rewatched the, I'm rewatching the Bad Bunny entrance from Backlash. Mm Mm-hmm. It is insane. Because, like, one, I was trying to, because I was trying to remember how the song went, because, like, it was in my head for, like, two days after. I'm going to add it to my Spotify list it's here. It's so like, good. But the... Uh, the crowd singing it the whole time? The, that, But that was that. The the crowd, like, go, like, do... Because it's one thing to hear, like, them doing the... the Seth Rollins uh, or the Finn Balor. The Seth Rollins, you know, stuff like that. Like, that was awesome. But, yeah, them just singing along to... Because he's a rapper. Like, Bad he's Bunny. rapping. And they were still doing it with the rap. And yeah, it's like, they were just going with it. It was dope like, as yeah, fuck. So that was... That that ruled. That his that that crowd ruled. That match ruled. That show ruled. That uh, show is what they wanted. And also talking about like Damian Priest and and Bad Bunny, they apparently the original plan was going to be another tag match, but pretty much everyone involved, including like the WWE higher ups, were just like, no, nah, he can carry a singles match. Yeah, like he can. He's good enough to do a singles match. So that's what they went with. That's why it wasn't. Him and Ray versus, you know, Balor and Priest or or Dom and Priest. If you go back and watch his WrestleMania match um, uh, two years ago, when it was Priest and Bunny versus Miz and Morrison, Bunny took the heat in that match. He was in the ring 80% of the time in that match. And, like, it did not, he did not look new. Like, he looked like somebody that knew what the fuck he was doing, which is, for a celebrity match, really rare. Um, they're getting better about it nowadays to making sure they get celebrities that actually like want to wrestle or like at least do what they need to do to make the match look good. Um, mm-hmm. but like, no, like bad bunnies on a different level of it. And yeah, no, like that, that whole show was so much fun. That crowd was so great. That show, that crowd is what they want the Saudi Arabia shows to be, but it's never going to happen. Like it's never, they will never have an out, like an out of country that's not Canada show be that fucking insanely hot the whole time. Yeah. Like, it's just not going to happen. It, and it made me more excited. It made me more excited for All In. Yeah. In Wembley. Like, that crowd's going to go nuts. Um, because yeah, Crash at Castle was also like, 
these like spot out of uh, country shows that aren't Saudi Arabia shows um, have been so good. They're putting so much work into them. So like, you really hope that AEW comes to play in a month or two, whenever they have uh, all in. I mean, it's, they're going to, I don't, it has to do with just the amount of time. Like, it's, I think it's almost overexposure. Cause yeah, someone on, it was either Reddit or Twitter or whatever was talking about like, man, imagine just going back to like Peoria, Illinois in front of that crowd after having Puerto Rico blow the roof off the place. Oh, so, and this, and it, cause I think it was Jacksonville mm-hmm. was, it was like SmackDown in Jacksonville or something like that. And it was just like, the crowd was just dead. Yeah. And it's like, man. A, a crowd that's into stuff and there's there's the school of thought that it's like well if the crowd is dead then that's the performer's fault mm-hmm. like the crowd is never to be blamed for the crowd reaction i don't know if i necessarily believe that no. but i i'm a podcast host so what the fuck do no, I no no you're right because um, like here's the thing um and again this is a personal anecdote and i don't really like these in rest like whenever we do these shows because like i we've performed on a very small scale but mm. I did not a lot of work in that ladder match in Perryville. Like, I barely did anything in that match. But Perryville hadn't seen a show in over 20 years. A wrestling show in over 20 years. And I was afraid, personally, I think I talked to you about this. My fear about that show is they were going to be so quiet through the whole show. And then, by the time they get to my match, they're not going to care. And then, the, like, marquee match was going to suck. It was the exact opposite. Where they were hot the whole time. And yeah, yeah, then going back to Cape in January, or no, I wasn't at January, so I, was, I had the flu, in February, and like, yeah, we got great reactions, and like, us and the like Academy and Role Models tore it up, but like, we, it was not Perryville. Yeah. And like, I'm not shitting on the Cape crowds at all, I mean, get loud, I like loud crowds, those are fun, but like, no, like, it's a thing, because like, if you, and that's only, that's a 30 mile difference, Perryville to Cape. The Puerto mm-hmm. Rico hadn't had any, like, they had not had a pay-per-view since 2004. 2005 2006 because it was new year's resolution and um that show was in puerto rico and i think that crowd was hot for that one too if i remember it correctly i'd have to go back and watch it on uh the cock but um when you go that long without wrestling and puerto rico has a very rich history of wrestling and like they have their like scene but they yeah. don't have the mainstream wrestling ever fucking come through so, yeah, they're going to be excited because how many times a year can we just be like, me and you, if we really wanted to, we could probably go to mainstream, like, popular top company wrestlings. We could probably go 12 times a year on a whim. We yeah. could literally be like, hey, I just want tickets at the radio station. You want to go to St. Louis tonight? And that's anytime I go to wrestling in St. Louis now. It's just like, hey, one of my friends gets a ticket. That's what happened with uh, the he's not feeling oozy. And Jason won yeah. tickets literally the day before and said, hey, if you, I can book a hotel. Do you want to go to SmackDown tomorrow? We can do that. And we live in bumfuck Missouri. But St. Louis yeah. is only... But, I mean, we also could just, like, we could make the drive to Kansas City or Indiana yeah, yeah. or Illinois like or, you know, Chicago, something like that. Like, we have... We have know, outlets. They come, Puerto Rico. They come in our area. Like, you know, it, we could drive six hours, maybe. I've done, I did Memphis. Memphis was only three. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, so we have that luxury. They don't. And they have good wrestling right. there. Um, but, like, you, you don't get to see the spectacle the spectacle of it as much. So, I think that's what yeah. made it special. Uh, it was, it, oh, yeah. And that's, like, we haven't got to talk about this in person at all. We haven't talked about Backlash in person. So, I think, sorry for talking about a two-week show for, like, ten minutes. But it was a really good fucking show. Cody Lesnar, yeah. holy shit. 
that was mm-hmm. way better than I thought it was going to be. Um, and like, yeah, no, there, like, I don't think there was a bad match on that card. And if there was, the crowd fucking covered it, which is yeah. wild to say. Like, a crowd covered a show. Yeah, they were hot the whole time. Um, I just want to give my pers- power positivity to Damian Priest because holy fuck, that guy's awesome. He's yeah. so the, good. His, his and then we'll we'll move on from that. But like his, no, he's not done because I'm not done. Yeah, that's a fucking Superman villain line. Yeah, I loved that. Between that just, and uh, the Roman Reigns, like he won't let me let go. <laughs> yeah, let go of him. Let go of him. He won't let me. Mm, so good. I love that shit. Um, but yeah, so that's the power of positivity. That's how we start every episode. Thirty minutes in. Uh, now on to the actual news of the week. Um, the big news, the biggest story, the most impactful story is also the saddest. Uh, so unfortunately, superstar Billy Graham passed away yesterday. Um, he has been in bad health for quite some time now. He was on life support, uh, and yesterday was when he, uh, passed and you really can't. So I'm not going to sit here and pretend that like I could name off, you know, a list of Billy Graham matches Mm -hmm. off the top of my head. Um, It was he was pretty well before my time as a wrestling fan. But even with that, you know, even with that context, I'm still at least aware of how impactful Billy Graham was. Yeah, because pro wrestling as it exists today would not be a thing if it wasn't for superstar billy graham he is the one who hulk hogan modeled his career after essentially yeah you know and same thing with like jesse the body ventura yeah uh rick flair credits him as like one of his biggest inspirations as well like so you're looking at you know between i don't mean this as disrespect to ventura by any stretch but like when you look at like two pillars of, of the foundation of pro wrestling in Flair and Hogan, and they're saying this is who inspired me. Like, yeah, you cannot underestimate, you cannot undervalue that impact. Yeah, and it's one of those things. Like when the history of wrestling, like you hear a lot about Bruno San Martino, and for good reason. Um, and like, I think that's the prototype of a wrestler, even today. Like if Bruno San Martino came into a wrestling show, he would be he would be over and he was under six foot tall but he was just built like a fucking unit um superstar billy graham same exact same and like always looked like a unit like when he had the long hair like in that goofy goatee beard combo that like mm-hmm. you could only have that choice if you were a wrestler and then like he gets a little bit older in his career and he's wrestling with like the bald head and the goatee that very much is just hollywood hogan um like that and- he was he, so I I don't like this comparison. I don't like this comparison because I hate the way it's used nowadays. But like, if Sam Martino is the prototypical wrestler, Graham was the prototypical sports entertainer. He defined superstar. Yeah, like superstar. Yeah, that's Billy because Graham, of him. He's, yeah, he, and you you talk about like, you know, he has the hair and the goatee that you could only have as a wrestler. You could only have that hair and a goatee as a wrestler now. They did not have that hair or goatee as a wrestler even then. No, yeah, yeah. Like, he pioneered that. It's There's an episode of uh, The Simpsons where they find out that Grandpa was a wrestler. Mm-hmm. 
And it kind of like it's I'm completely blanking on who was the original wrestler that like came out with the mirror and was gorgeous George himself. Gorgeous George. Thank you. It was it's it was a lot of gorgeous George, but it was a little bit of superstar Billy Graham yeah. as well. Like of where they're taking that of just like, oh, man, no, this is a sport. You're not you. This is just supposed to be two athletes competing. Why are you dressing like, you know, this flamboyantly? Why are you why does your hair look like that? Why? You know, he was that that originator. And so, you know, the the impact, you know, Nick Ho or Nick Hogan. Hulk. Uh, Fuck that dude. Nick Jackson isn't gonna look like Nick Jackson looks in the elite if it's not for superstar Billy Graham. Yeah. So it's just, it's sad. Um, This is gonna sound morbid and I don't mean, and I don't mean it to be like, oh, I'm excited because like, I'm not. But like the, the Dave Meltzer obituary that he's gonna write on, on Billy Graham, like that might just end up being a book. Oh, potentially, yeah, yeah. Because like Meltzer's been on record of being like he's kind, he's the reason that he got into wrestling. Yeah. Um, so I'm, 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 I'm looking forward. You know, as much as the circumstances allow it, like mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to seeing that right. Oh, and really quick, and this is just this is a thing that I, because like it happens anytime someone passes. Don't be that fucking guy on eBay, please. Billy Graham has had one action figure come out in the last 15 years. Don't be that fucker. Like, don't be the, oh, it's a $300 action figure now. That, you're a bad mm-hmm. person. I fucking hate that. Um, that being said, his Elite is so fucking dope. Um, I got screwed on mine because, it, so it comes with both heads. It comes with, like, the bald one with the goatee, which is, anytime I watched Superstar Billy Graham, it was that era. But then it mm-hmm. comes with the blonde mullet, like, sideburns combo. Um, mine didn't come with the sideburns one. It just... Someone took it out of the box or it wasn't in there, packaged. Uh, Zoe Moore, Trishina found it for me. And she was like, hey, do you need this? I didn't even look at the box. Like, buy it. Give it to me. And this was like for, like, it was when it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh, it doesn't have the old, it doesn't have the, like, retro head sculpt. It had the, his, like, contemporary one. Mm-hmm. But it's super cool. I, I like that figure a lot. But yeah, don't be that fucking guy. Like, God, it's, I hate that so much. Like, it sucks. It's bad enough that someone dies and then everybody's like, I want his action figure. And some fuck face is like, I have it. And I couldn't sell it a week ago, but now I can sell it for hundreds of dollars. I fucking, right. I hate that so much. But yeah. yeah. Rest in peace, Superstar Billy Graham. We would not be talking about the goofy shit we talk about on a weekly basis if it probably wasn't for you. So, like, He's... gracias. You're the best. Yeah. Um. So moving on from there, again, I'm bad at the transitions from sad stories into just, like, normal wrestling bullshit. Um, update on... We talked about it a little bit ago, AEW All In. They have crossed the 65,000 ticket mark. And dear Lord, they may end up, they could possibly sell out because, you know, there's still day of, oh, yeah, you know, walk up sales yeah, yeah. that you gotta, that you can factor in. Um, and they have they announced now, matches yet? I haven't been. I have not been keeping nope. up with wrestling. There, there is still not a single <laughs> match because they're, they're too focused on. Well, in fairness, um, Double or Nothing is two weeks from now. Yeah, yeah, it's the twenty eighth. So they're they're building to that right now. So we don't have now. I'm willing to bet we'll probably get like maybe like a rematch or two out of Double or Nothing because they're still filling out that card. Um, we you know we've kind of given AEW and the grief in the past about them waiting until like the week of the pay-per-view to, you know, make matches official. And we don't have that 
we don't have that for this pay-per-view specifically. Like if I had to look it up right now, I know there's the AEW title matches set, the TNT title matches set. We know what the international championship is going to be. We know the women's championship. We have anarchy um, in the arena. Anarchy in the arena yeah. uh, just got made official. Um, so, I mean, there's th- that already is a pretty stacked, uh, is a pretty stacked card so far let's see uh the tag titles <laughs> jesus christ fucking tag titles uh but we know that match jade cargill versus ty valkyrie the tbs championship so that's already seven matches yeah which and usually we get four matches and then the week of we get the rest of the card yeah yeah so who is eddie doing a, they're, which japanese superstar is eddie kingston gonna oh he doesn't wrestle in AEW anymore no he quit AEW. god he doesn't work for AEW the anymore. best part of the pay-per-view that i never had to pay for but still paid for the pay-per-view. <laughs> Fuck. I, I, that's my favorite era of AEW pay-per-views. Is who is Eddie Kingston going to murder himself against? I do think that this... If, if he was with AEW, I don't think that he would be eligible for this one. Uh, not eligible. I don't think... He, I think he's still injured. Like, he's he had hernia surgery. Oh, really? That sucks. Yeah. I love it. So, he, but, I mean, but, so he's out for, like, weeks. Like, it's not, like, a huge chunk that he's going to miss, but he is out. Yeah. But I don't know if he's back yet or not. Or if he would be by that time. So, you because you never know, they may do some ROH stuff with that uh, matchup. But, all in, we don't know, uh, we don't know any matches yet, because, so still no matches. Uh, per a new update from WrestleTix, as of 10 Eastern on Sunday, May 14th, 65,979 tickets had been dis- distributed, distributed, dear lord, uh, meaning that 8,046 were still available. So, it's... Apparently, it's set up for 74,000 seats, and they're already past, you know, almost at 66,000. So, they're going to sell out. Like they're, They they more than likely are going to sell yeah. out. Now, I will say, I'm going to take this moment to do a little victory lap, because you were talking so much shit every time I said that, you know, I just, I don't know if they're going to do 90,000 tickets. Well, guess what, Jack? They ain't going to do 90,000. Okay, so my thought because there's only seventy four thousand available. I was like, wait a minute, I've been but I've been the more still. optimistic about this show than you have, and I was like, how are you, how are you taking a oh, victory? See, the way you worded that, I I want it clear. I never said that they were going to do bad, no, no, or that it was going to underperform. I said I, just I said optimistic for a reason. Say, I don't think that they. I don't know if they sell ninety thousand tickets. And look, they're barely scratching seventy so far. <laughs> So I they still haven't feel pretty good. They haven't announced a fucking match yet, you asshole. I just, you know, those the everyone knows the best part of the football game is when they move the goalposts. It's everyone's favorite part. <laughs> I hate it's you. the most important part. Of I the game. hate you so much. Sometimes I love you more than ninety nine percent of the human population. But you're such an asshole sometimes when you do. That. I was like, wait a minute, no, I'm the one being like, no, I think they're gonna do big numbers, and then. Oh, you're such a dick. I get what you're... Which, again, I didn't say they weren't going to do big numbers. You're making it sound like I'm one of these little nerds being like, Oh, good luck moving 15,000. Oh, they're only going to do... what? How embarrassing will it be whenever they only sell? Yes, like, no, but let's... No, no. no you weren't like That's that. Not... But out of the two of us, who was the one being like, Oh, no, they're going to kill it? Yeah, that you was... knew... You, you 
you were you didn't know what we i mean we didn't know how many seats were gonna they were gonna open but you from day one were like no i think they can whatever that number is they'll hit it yeah because i was like whereas i was just like oh it's a lot of people it's the first time they're over there wembley stadium hasn't had a wrestle a significant wrestling show since 1992 um like it's the puerto rico thing and we just saw clash of castle that was my main thing of like clash of castle was so over with the crowd that i was like these these guys want popular wrestling like i don't know how to say it major wrestling companies that's what i want they want major wrestling companies coming through and like Mm -hmm. so whenever they show up they treat them like it's gold um again fucking saudi arabia the exact opposite like that is just weekend viewing for them it's nothing like it's not special to them as much as it is like puerto rico or uk but that's where all the money's going so that's who's getting the bulk of those um international shows it sucks um but yeah no like i am excited i will buy the wembley stadium show for i'll buy all in for sure double or nothing uh i need to watch like the last two dynamites to like really get myself in the headspace for it i saw the build-up to the anarchy in the arena match and i'm gonna say it okay i could kind of care less about that match so where I'm at with it is the the Don Callis stuff kind of waters it all down for me. A little bit. A little bit ski. He's, to me, he, and, and that's a shake because, like, I loved him as part of Belt Collector Kenny. Yeah. Like, he was great in that role. But now that we're trying to be, now that they're, you know, trying to turn face, they're trying to realign with Hangman, and then Callis kind of being the, you know, the obstacle there. Like, I didn't think that was, he, he didn't play, serve as much of a necessary purpose as I would have liked to have seen from him. Like, we can just have Blackpool Combat Club hate, hate the elite. Yeah, we don't need a... And then have the, you, the, the, you know, it's the thing of, all right, well, Moxley and Hangman hate each other. And then separately, Danielson and, you know, Yuda. Claudio or, and, yeah. and Yuda hate the elite the the young bucks and kenny and then oh that all just kind of swirls together to where well hangman still doesn't want to fuck with the elite or vice versa but then the you know you finally have that unifying force i just callous adds kind of like an extra cog in the wheel did, that i don't think you need did you watch um last night's segment mm-hmm. uh yeah. kenny omega captain american U- wheeler Yuta with that fucking trash can lid scared the <laughs> shit out of me not whenever he pounced him because that was kind of neat but, like, whenever mm-hmm. he was running at him and just fucking wolverine him, I was like, oh, not that sweet, precious boy's face. Because, like, <laughs> low-key, you just kind of handsome. And I was like, do not scar that pretty face. Like, that would be not good. Um, yeah, no one's looked even sexier with a scar. But Think before you speak. Yeah, I guess Wheeler Uter probably would be one of those guys that could pull off a sweet scar. Yeah, he absolutely would be. Yeah. Never mind. Swing harder. Swing away, Cap. Well, I need him for the, the uh, I need him for the anarchy in the arena match that I'm not excited about. If it is, I also if it's it is more, like, wait, so I'm sorry. If it is more anarchy in the arena with uh, JSA, JAS, and uh, Black, was it Blackpool Combat Club at the time? Still, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then Kingston. If it is yeah. that kind of match versus the the Stampede matches, which they are calling it anarchy, but it is the elite. So like, mm-hmm. it could go either way. If it's more anarchy in the arena and less Stampede matches, then I'm cool with it because those matches do kind of rule a little bit more than the Stampede ones. I don't want to see Blackpool Combat Club do funny things. I, 
kind of like I get what you're saying. If they do it, if they do it in a way where like the elite is trying to be sticky, and the BCC just like shuts it down, and they're like they don't play along with it, I think that could be entertaining. Yeah, and also like Claudio and Danielson specifically, and kind of a little bit of Yuda too. They are inherently goofy. Like, we, we've seen enough of them to know that they have a sense of humor. Now, granted, this the, the character work that they're doing with Blackpool Combat Club, yeah, I agree. Like, they wouldn't, they, you know, if they could, if they can hurt you in a funny way, I'll buy it. Like, I, so I don't, I, I understand where you're coming from, but I don't necessarily agree with it. Yeah, which, I mean, that's, that's personal preference. Like, I would, I would enjoy it more than you would. Is yeah. What, is, is what it'll be. Um, and it's also weird that he still had, like, Claudio is still the ROH champion, like, while this is going on. Yeah. So, and they're, they're not really, it doesn't seem like they're doing a ton to acknowledge that on AEW. So it's, it's kind of odd. Um, speaking of AEW, we'll just keep on that train as well. Uh, the Warner Brothers Discovery upfronts were yesterday, I believe. And it was, as part of that, it was announced that AEW is in fact launching a new show on TNT on Saturdays called AEW Collision. Uh, the rumors are true. The debut episode is set to be June 17th. Uh, the two hour show will air live every Saturday night and will feature AEW talent like Miro, Samoa Joe, Thunder Rosa, Powerhouse Hobbs, and Andrade El Idolo. Uh, with Miro, Thunder Rosa uh, making their not re-debut, because, like, they were never not with the company, but they've both been gone for a while. They're making their return. Um, they're making their return, yeah. yeah. I don't know why it needed to be more fancy than that. And then Andrade El Idolo, we haven't seen since he got sent home uh, after getting into that backstage altercation with Sammy Guevara. Yeah. But he'll be a part of that Saturday show as well. Um, and, yeah, Samoa Joe, the current ROH TNT, or, I'm sorry, the ROH television champion, the king of television... As far as I know, he hasn't. I've I have not been keeping up with ROH. He still has the belt. Okay, I assumed so because I feel like that is something I would have caught on to. But uh, it's more wrestling is good. You know, I. It's odd that I'm just gonna say okay. All right, so let's just say it. Let's just talk about the, it. Yeah. the a notable name missing from the Collision lineup is CM Punk. Yeah. Uh, there were a million and a half different rumors and stories and reports going out yesterday that Punk was originally supposed to be part of the announcement, but then they, Warner Brothers Discovery was told uh, to remove any mention of him. They didn't announce the name of the debut collision, which was supposed to be the second coming. Uh, they did none of this, and now there's all these other stories. And I'm, I will say I am a fan of AEW. I am a fan of CM Punk. I am a fan of the elite. If I never have to hear about CM Punk's status with AEW again, I will be so fucking happy. Yeah. It's this, it's Xbox trying to buy Activision Blizzard, and it's goddamn Tears of the Kingdom. I don't give a fuck anymore. I'm so sick of talking about it. Wait, what? Wait, 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 wait. Tears of the Kingdom's on that list? Yes. And, okay, this is why. And I'm, this is going to open up a whole other Just give me a quick 
Breath of the Wild was not for me. Oh, Breath okay. Of the Wild, I did. I did not love Breath of the Wild. Don't play Tears um, of the Kingdom. Everyone thought, you know, everyone is going on and on about how Breath of the Wild is the greatest game of all time. Uh-huh. Yada yada yada. I was underwhelmed. I didn't fully enjoy it. It's whatever. Go out and enjoy your own thing. Tears of the Kingdom is out. I didn't buy it. I will probably eventually buy it. Which, like, it's the thing that sucks the most about Nintendo. They don't go on sale. Is like. Anytime that, like, a game like this were to pass me by and then I just come to it, you know, in a year or so, I can get it for pretty cheap. Like, I'll get it on sale, on digital sale. Uh, GameStop will have a used copy or six. <laughs> but no, it's a Nintendo game. So I'm in a year and a half, I'm still going to be paying $59.99 for a used copy because it's a $70 game. So I'm not on the I am not on the boat of Tears of the Kingdom. Every single fucking video game news show podcast website article influencer twitch channel whatever it's just tears of the goddamn kingdom and i understand it's a fan it's a, a, a masterpiece achievement it is a, a 10 out of 10 perfect exper- video game experience it's not but it's but it's out of my wheel but it's out of my wheelhouse so like i'm not on the boat yeah. i am not there to enjoy it so like I am not, I feel like everybody else has joined a cult and I'm just like, well, y'all have fun. Like not one of the scary death cults. Yeah. Just like, yeah, y'all are going running on Saturdays and I don't, I'm not a runner. Like I, it, it, everyone's in CrossFit and I'm just like, no, nah, that's not for me. That's a cult. Yeah. You know, have fun. But I mean, you could shut the fuck up about it for 30 seconds. I bet. I believe in you. Just, you know, it doesn't have to dominate every conversation that we have. Yeah. It's, or that you write about. I could see if I was a better video game player, it'd be a great game. Um. So anyway, CM Punk. Um. I'm with you on it. I just sorry you said Tears of Kingdom. I was like, what? What they do? What? 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 No. Yeah. yeah. No, you're good. And then I ended up going on rant. I ended up fucking talking about Tears of the Kingdom longer than I talked about goddamn Mortal Kombat One. Dalton, we're getting a new Mortal Kombat game in less than four months. Yeah, I know that's insane. Okay? That's insane. I am that trailer. I'm. Mm. Yeah. And I told myself I made a concentrated effort to not just be like, all right, tonight's episode. Uh, you know what is a wrestling adjacent fighting? You know what is about fighting? Street Fighter. A fighting tournament. (laughs) Mortal Kombat is a giant tournament. Like, I didn't do it because I, and then I talked about video games and it's goddamn Tears of the Kingdom. I'm part of the problem. Um, so anyway, uh, if we get CM Punk back in wrestling, cool. If we don't get CM Punk back in wrestling, I don't want to talk about CM Punk anymore. Unless it's CM Punk doing something fucking cool like... I don't know shit CM Punk does, but I'm, I'm with you on it. I either want to see him back or I want the internet wrestling community to stop talking about him coming back. Like we can't have our cake and eat it too. And it's getting very draining. And like, now that punk is responding to shit that Alvarez is saying, like, it's just like, they're going to make it to where I don't care. And that's saying something like I was so hyped when he came back. And, like, I was on board for the most part. And then Brawl Out happened, and I was like, we got a bunch of fucking 30-something, 40-something millionaires fist-fighting over a predetermined outcome. It, and, Punk said, and, I'm not, and I, I want to point out something that Punk said on Instagram mm-hmm. that I 100% oh, the socio- like, the, buy into. What is it? The, the parasocial. The parasocial relationship that people bond. He's like, you don't know me. You don't know anybody else. You don't know, like, so inferring, you don't know the elite. Yeah. You don't know Tony Khan. You don't know Ace Steel. You don't know CM Punk. Like, you don't know these people. Yeah. So to get weirdly entrenched on a, 
he said versus he said, like one side versus the other. Like we've talked about it to death on the show and off the air too, of just like, no, that was a night that everybody fucked up. Yeah. To varying degrees, there was nothing but missteps. No one made a good call. Yeah. No one made a good decision. It was a bunch of fucking around and finding out. And unfortunately, it messed up a lot of shit. And yeah. like, so and it's it, just like, it honestly ruined segments of AEW for me because it's like, yeah, because I'm, we've talked about it and I'm pretty sure I've said this on the show. I am like in the minority that doesn't want to see FTR and CM Punk versus the elite. Yeah. I just don't because like the thing about wrestling, I mean, I went on a tangent about, I hate when people make wrestling more than what it truly is, but like, I don't want to see what wrestling is be sullied by every fucking move in that match. If it was to ever happen, people being like, Oh, I wonder if that was a work or a shoot. Oh, I wonder if that was a work or a shoot. Oh, I wonder if that it was a vertical suplex. You dumb fuck. You don't jump for it. That's how it becomes mm-hmm. a shoot. Like, I, I just don't, I just don't want it. And oh, I don't know. See how he turned him right before he landed. Yeah, and like it's gonna if be. He was trying to hurt him. It's shit like that, and it's like I can't, I can't even fucking tell you that. But we're gonna have all these fucking <laughs> arm. And again, I am nobody in wrestling. I'll just, I'll just say it. I'm a fucking nobody in the world of wrestling. But like, I'm gonna see all these. Put it on a t-shirt. The nobody of professional wrestling. I am a nobody in professional wrestling. Well, I need Jason to make that fucking face turn. Because I think that's the only thing I can do as a face. Um, maybe. I disagree. Maybe. I think that's your ca- I think that's your catalyst. Maybe. You put that on a t-shirt and people are like, you know what? I, yeah. Yeah. He's not wrong. Um, <laughs> but like. There it is. I, uh, that was good. That was really good. <laughs> um, but like, I am, and I, uh, this is mean. This is going to come off really mean, but I think I fucking mean it. I don't want to see these neckbeards get fuck. I'm going to see it on TikTok every fucking time. Remember whenever uh, Kevin Owens and Ray or not Randy Orton, Roman Reigns had their heat because Owens may and or may not have busted Reigns' eardrum in that fucking war games match. And then two weeks later, Roman Reigns threw a punch that looked like it connected a little bit. And everybody's like, that's the receipt. That's the receipt. That's the receipt. Like I fucking hated that. Cause for mm-hmm. one, if it was, so the fuck what? They were literally doing a thing that has happened in wrestling for fucking ever. Agree with it or not. I don't care. That's not your place to agree with it. But to be so fucking tuned in. Because again, you know the one thing you can't say to a wrestling fan? Oh, you know it's fake, right? But then you're going to fucking dial in to see if, oh man, he was really close on that punch. Did he shoot punch him? And they're going to say it just like that, Asa. Yeah, I oh I just oh man I oh I love everybody like I love everybody's work involved in this situation. I'm not gonna say I love everybody involved. I don't know them. You're absolutely right. I love everybody's work involved in this situation. I love CM Punk's work. I love the Elite's work. I like Hangman was like my favorite wrestler of 2022 for the most part. Like I enjoy all of these people so so much. They have brought me hours of entertainment. And, like, suspending disbelief and putting me into their world. And Brawl Out happened, and it made it to the point that, like, man, it's enjoy- It's hard to enjoy some of their work because somebody was being a twat that night. And we I don't think we'll ever truly know who, but I can think we can all agree that everybody was being a little twattish. And it's just like, and then, but then you, it's the fucking tribalism of it. CM Punk was completely right. And it's one of those things that I need the Young Bucks and Omega to say it, where it's just like, 
It's fine. I Honestly, that's all I want to be like. I just want an actual press release, like, shoot. Being like, CM Punk is re-signed with the company. He will be coming back. And that's all I want. I don't need yeah. it to be a fucking TV show. Like, ah, it's so... And then Collision's happening, and that's gonna... Like, I don't want to watch wrestling on a Saturday night, motherfucker. I'm wrestling those nights, most sometimes. Twice a month. The... Because, again, I'm a nobody in professional wrestling. Well, and it goes... It goes... Kind of what you said about AEW trying to have their cake and eat it, too. Yeah. Of... You ha- so you have it happening. We're not saying anything in any official capacity. We're stripping everybody of their titles. But then when the Young Bucks and Kenny come back, they bite somebody. And they, like, lead the ch- fan- the, the, the chance for the fans. And it's like... Mm, and I, did, I not hate, did I not hate that when it happened? No, yeah. yeah like, like, it, but I'm just saying, like, that is an example of them just being like, all right, you gotta, like, just fucking cool it. Because you're not endearing anybody to your side. You're just further entrenching the people who think the elite are the worst people on the planet, and, and you're and you're just in- making all the people who support the elite being like, ah, look, they got one over on the old punker. That's not how like, they said the it. Up. That's not how they said it. You know that's not how you. I you know how to they clean said it up it. to not make myself mad. No, you know exactly how they said. It. Oh, they got one over on that Phil. God. Oh God damn it. See him, Phil. Oh my God, I hate everything. Sometimes I got worked up the way you did about Breath of the Wild just then. All right, well, that was the first game. I was talking about Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, fuck. Attention. Tears of the Kingdom. It's the same uh, game to me. There's just crafting hey, thing, in the new one. Thing that's thing that won't make you mad. I don't know. Let's try it. It won't. It shouldn't. It's weird if you if you are. Uh, we got some on-set photos leaked from the new Captain America movie, Captain America New World Order. Oh, I'm mad about it. He wasn't shirtless. Which that, that, wor- <laughs> that works out. Uh, and part of that set photos was one superstar, uh, Seth Rollins. Yeah. As part, uh, in gear, looks like he, uh, is in a role. Apparently he is going to be a member of the Serpent Society. Dope. I got, like, I got super excited for you whenever I, they announced that's who it was. I, so this, I'm, I'm of two minds because I, I'm me. I am a, I'm a nerd on the internet, so I can't just be happy for a thing. I got to find my ways to like nitpick the, the picture of Rollins on set. Like he kind of just looked like he was in wrestling gear. Like he kind of like, I could see him wearing that to the ring. So it wasn't like as, as outlandish. So if they're doing the serpent society, we're going to get the MCU gritty realistic version of the serpent society. And I'm going to be honest, that does not interest me. Fair enough. Also, I, I, you got that tweet out society- fast, by the way, and Dylan already responded. Well, you were talking a lot. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like, I got a Twitter <laughs> mention, and I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I have not been on Twitter in a couple days. No, oh, I, uh, Cable Meyer doesn't follow me. We're good. I don't need that the, being a thing going into that feud. Uh, we were supposed to film a thing, I would like to remind you. We still had a week. That's fair. Um, but so I, I like the Serpent Society. I think they are fun, comic book, goofy, because comic books can, are inherently goofy. Pro wrestling is inherently goofy. So when you embrace the goof factor, like, it's more fun. Yeah. So I want the over-the-top, bright-colored, serpent, snake-themed bad guys. Yeah. Um. Now, I don't know how big of a part he's going to have. I don't even know how big of a part the Serpent Society is going to have in the movie. Like, yeah. they may just be the weird little throwaway well, thing that Sam does first to establish that, you know, because, reestablish that, no, I'm Captain America now. Uh, the the comparison that I wanted to make in it, because I saw it and I was like, oh, it's just like uh, George St. Pierre, which he was a MMA legend. 
he was in um, Winter Soldier. And he was a very obscure bad guy that looked nothing like the comic book. He was Bartok the Leaper. Yeah. And then I think he came back in um, the show, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And, like, uh, I'm not, I i don't like George St. Pierre as a fighter. He's really good, but he's also really good at point fighting. It's the same reason people don't like watching uh, Floyd Mayweather whenever he was a boxer. He wasn't fighting to win half the time. He was fighting to outscore, which is not mm-hmm. exciting. Um, but, like... I loved all the fight scenes with George St. Pierre. If we get one or two really cool Seth Rollins fucking, he's going to stomp a motherfucker. Or he's going to go for a stomp, and that's going to be cool. Because, again, nothing's better than seeing Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson fucking put down the rock bottom on a motherfucker. Like, even if it is in the sense of the movie and it doesn't look like a realistic move, it's still dope as fuck. Um, but, yeah, no, I'm excited. I like when wrestlers get to do um, outside things um, and shed a little bit of light on the uh, the business. And also, Seth Rollins is one of those guys that has just been a wrestler for so long that I'm like, Which is what good is going to be hilarious. When Cody... When the dude who's been, do- who's been doing nothing but complaining about Roman Reigns' spot and being a part-timer then wins the new Constellation Championship only to then become a part-timer to Hollywood. I will be really excited for that promo profoundly hilarious I don't think that's what's actually going to happen but it would be funny um what else was there um talked about collision talked about Wembley uh moving on to wrestling with articulation uh a little bit of video game news two pieces of video game news um before I turn it over to Dalton. And no, I'm not going to talk about how it's awesome that Thunderfire God Liu Kang has created his own universe and timeline, and we're getting all kinds of like new reimagined characters from the Mortal Kombat lore just like in a new light. Um, or I'm not going to talk about like the how I'm really kind of concerned about this whole cameo fighting system where there's a separate roster of people that aren't going to be actual playable characters. They're going to be like the trophies, uh, the assist trophies in Smash Brothers. So it's like, well, if you make Ermac a fucking cameo assist fighter and not like a fully playable character, how annoyed I'm going to be, especially when you're, you know, there's rumors of like the the crossover Peacemaker or Homelander as DLC. But, you know, you can play as Homelander in a Mortal Kombat game, but you can't play as, you know, a cool Mortal Kombat character. Hey, Asa, get Asa, 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 yeah. time, time. Mortal Kombat isn't wrestling. No, but it's fighting. Oh my god! It's video Can games. we please the video game part? All right. Well, hey, you know that your our podcast service is gonna get really pissed off if we go like five minutes over an hour. So I'm gonna need you to wrap the bit up. God, holy shit! We already almost had that's. An hour. I, this one got a, this one got away from us, and I would like to take this moment if you're still listening to sincerely apologize. Yeah, and go. Uh, I would say we'll be better. I would say we'll be better next week, but I don't want to lie. Um, wrestling with articulation, though, a couple bits of news. Uh, one is that the list of achievements for AEW Fight Forever has posted. Uh, I haven't looked at them because I'm trying to go into. I I kind of want to go in blind. I enjoy popping trophies like organically. That's like, fun. Yeah, that's always getting a, those achievements. It's a little, aren't yeah, it's a little it. serotonin boost. Yeah, it's a neat little thing. So I, I've 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 avoided looking at those. Um, but there was also a report that someone had managed to preload the game onto their Xbox, yep. which made people think that, you know, oh, this, you know, the game could be anytime because, you know, depending, we, we had that story a couple weeks ago of like, oh, well, Tony Khan and Kenny Omega say it's basically done. But then one of the people actually working on the game is like, well, eh. There's different def- definitions of done vary depending on where you are 
in the video game making world. Yeah. So do we have? We're the, not gonna say it's almost done. Do we have the ring set up in proper physics? Ah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I. So we have a bunch of different video game showcases um, within the next month. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a Sony showcase next week. We have the Xbox pre- uh, showcase on June 11th, I believe. And then Summer Games Fest is about we're going to have opening night live or whatever uh, the, the Jeff Keighley big summer event is. Yeah, yeah. So all three of those, we could end up seeing a official release. Um, if we got a shadow drop. That would fucking rule. Yeah. Of just like, oh, by the way, AEW Fight Forever, available for download today. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, that would be hype. That is when I tell my boss, like, I am suddenly very ill. I need to go home. I have the poops. I, do, I, I, I'm not going to use that one because I don't want to infer the wrath of my past gastrointestinal oh, that's distress. True. Yeah, never mind. My <laughs> like, bad. My... Although I could use it again and they'd just be like, oh, okay. Yeah, this boy, this um, boy's going to poop himself to death. Um... So yeah, so we could be getting Fight Forever, which is already, but at the same time, like, I kind of hope it doesn't come out in June, because Street Fighter's in June, Diablo 4 is in June, Final Fantasy 16 is in June, I think, uh, June or July, mm-hmm. and then Mortal Kombat's coming out in September, uh, it's a stacked year for games already, and I don't want it to get, you know, like, lost in the shuffle. Yeah, yeah. Because I want, I think it'll be a fun thing, will it set the world on fire? Maybe not, but I, I... I equal parts, like, I want to play it now, but I also, like, don't want to see it just get completely demolished by these, like, giant, hugely anticipated AAA releases. It is, a, it is a niche product. Like, which, I mean, like, it's a niche product within a niche product. Um, So, like, yeah, it's very easy to get lost in the shuffle on that. Um, I'm hoping it's a good game. I want it to be good. Um, Because I like playing wrestling video games. I've been in 2K23 land a lot. Um, I haven't been making as much as I used to. That's weird. I just kind of been playing games, matches I want to see. Mm-hmm. Jey Uso is like my favorite person to use, beside Gunther. Um, oh, 2K23, by the way, good news. Um, we got DLC to uh, yesterday. We got the pretty sweet pack. Um, five characters. Man, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna lie. As awesome as the new 2Ks have been, two, uh, 22 and 23, the DLC packs have been just fucking lackluster. Um, this one. We got five characters. We got Luke and or Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson, um, and then we got Pretty Deadly, and then we got Tiffany Stratton. Um, that's not a shit. Like I'm not shitting on any five of those people. It's just like I feel like the old DLC packs used to be a lot more grand. Where like mm-hmm. the last two packs, like we got Scott Steiner and Rick Steiner, but we didn't get the Scott Steiner we all really wanted. Um, and then oh fuck, I even I forgot who else was in that pack. Obviously not important. But, um, like, this one, like, all right, we got two more tag teams, which, like, there's a lot of people in that game. Like, getting tag teams is neat, but it's not the neatest thing ever. Um, I haven't got a chance. Like, I've looked at all the models. Because, like, I, whenever they drop, I try to get on the game and look at everything. So that way I can kind of, like, tell you what it looks like. Everything looks good. Looks like pretty deadly. It looks like pretty deadly. Um, Gals and Anderson and Stratton. Looks good. I haven't played as any of them, but, like. Is it be so? Do you think this one is a little underwhelming, feel wise, because there isn't like a big legend tied to it? Because yeah. it seemed like that was a thing of it was you know uh, like a hall of famer or a yeah so legend and would be you're part of you're it. absolutely correct. Um, 
the the big selling point on because like the last one was Steiners. The last one is you got the Steiners, and which is a, a big deal. Um, yeah. this one is oh you could play as the OC, and we gave you new entrances for it. Now I and so yes I am kind of shitting on the DLC pack this time, but also the the patch update that came with it was kind of stacked. Um, we got two free playable characters that everybody gets. They actually dropped Candice, Larray, and um, Mia Yim. Which were people that were taken out of the game, and then they were able to add back into the game because like of all the contract shit. 2K was actually able to like reset the models and get them back in the game with like updated shit. Um, they gave us a bunch of new entrances and shit, like championship entrances. So if you have like Joe or you downloaded uh, community creations of the uh, Undisputed Era, like they have all their belt entrances in now. Um, they fixed, uh, Dana Brooks entrance music, which was really fucking random. And I would have never figured that out on my own. Um, but like, I will give 2k credit when they update things, they update things a lot. Um, last year they gave us a bunch of free updates where it was like, we got all of the my rise characters that they should have given us on day one that I was really salty about, but I finally got Dijak, So I was kind of happy. Um, yeah, no, like they, the packs are good and like the characters look great. Um, they definitely need to update a lot of models because if you go watch the OC like trio entrance, you can tell that they made two of those models from the ground up recently and one they've been using since like 2019. I'll let you know which one's which. It's AJ and that's a real <laughs> big bummer. Um, I'll probably jump on tonight and update an AJ to actually fit the uh, fucking OC because right now he's wearing like the baby blue, like the black and like weird teal colors and the OC's in... Um, red and black so i need to make an aj to match that but like it's neat i like that they do stuff like that the two extra characters even though it's people that we've had in the game before like it keeps the game more current than it would have been anyway and like here's saying that they're not going to bring back some people like we might get dijack back um or other people like they might just be giving us free people there's a lot of pat mcafee stuff that's in the game files but like pat mcafee is nowhere listed on the dlc if they free drop pat mcafee Game of the year for the next four years. Absolutely not. Uh, better than Tears uh, of the Kingdom. I probably not. <laughs> uh, I see because I, I know better. I'm not going to engage. Um, before I know you have action figure stuff you want to talk about. Before we do that, sticking with video games. Uh, bummer news, but like it isn't a huge uh, weight, so it's not oh. too bad. Um, but WrestleQuest has been officially delayed to uh, summer of this year. They posted a tweet uh, on Tuesday? What was the 15th? Monday. Yeah. Uh, update on WrestleQuest uh, that it's just, you know, it's taking a little bit of time. But as we race towards the May 23 finish line to bring this giant of a game up to our standards across all platforms, we also secured a new partnership we are extremely excited about. Unfortunately, this development also resulted in certain issues outside of our control. As such, we wanted to get an update out to everyone that has continued to wave their foam fingers in anticipation. Um, so I'm, I'm excited for this game. Like I am not a huge uh, turn-based RPG person in general. Mm-hmm. Like it, you, you got to have a hook to like really get me. And wrestling action figure motif is 100% that hook oh yeah big time i mean yeah yeah that's i'm yeah if you could see my setup yes you would that's my hook um yeah so i'm i'm 
But put a, fully on board. Put out a good game, not a broken game. That's always been our yep. motto. Um, and so Asa, it's a. I'm 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 finally going to introduce this. We're usually a very positive podcast. I in my hand have the most disappointing action figure of 2023, and I am so bummed because I had to buy it, and it is so. Hang on, before let me let me try to guess because I've been trying to think of like I'm I've been trying You're to not think gonna of like what it. it's gonna be. You're not gonna get it. It is it a new figure that like recently came out yes. or it was just like okay. Is it in the last I'm in the last w- three I, in the last three waves of elites. Okay, I was gonna say I was assuming it was an elite because I didn't I would have you would have said something already if it was an ultimate and also, there hasn't really been anything new AEW to come out for you to be disappointed in. Yes. Um, I'm trying to think of one that you would have been excited for that you're now bummed You're going to be legitimately shocked. Is it Fatu? No, no, I fucking love Fatu. Okay, I was, that's what I was yeah. going to be like. Oh, man, I, hated, I hated how annoying it was to get it, but I love the right. figure. So, this comes from Elite 99. It mm-hmm. is the newest... Demon Finn Balor figure. Okay. Um, it's a Demon Finn Balor. It's mm-hmm. it is what it is. Um, I don't like it. This is from the uh, turnbuckle breaky match. Um, oh, with, with Roman. Roman. Um, so like they gave us a new headpiece. Um, it's the grunting head sculpt from uh, his uh, Jack the Ripper figure. Uh, they added some cool things, but like I just don't like this figure. They they made it shorter than all of the other Valors. Like he's very stumpy. They gave him the wrong kind of legs. Like the formula's well off, and I could I could fix it, but like I don't want to because I don't know if it's on ball joints. It doesn't feel like it is. It is not on. Wait a minute, it might be on ball joints. I can't tell if it's not on ball joint. It's not. If it's not on ball joints, it's a real bitch and a half to fix. Um. And I just don't want to put the work into fixing it. Yeah, I know. I'm very aware. Audio podcast. And the way I was looking at it, I was looking right up the crotch. No, it's just, yeah, no one's going to understand the way that you were examining the crotch <laughs> of this action figure. Is that going to be my next shirt? Just on camera, like, like, legs flayed apart. Which I couldn't because I was afraid to, like, they were going to look break. into the gap where the legs are. But it's just, you're just looking up this man's cooter. <laughs> he doesn't have a cooter. Anyway, booty there it is. All right. Um. And, like, for every cool thing they added, they kind of bungled it. So, like, they gave us, like, the Ultimate Warrior Ultimate figure, like, tassels that are actually posable. But when you look at the inside of the tassels, you very much can see the left and right, like, markings. So that way they put it correctly in the the factory. So, like, that kind of ruins the aesthetic. I just, I don't like this figure. The issue is that I love Finn Balor. And whenever he first started getting action figures, I told myself, I will get every elite they make of this man. And I have done it. I have gotten the exclusives. I have had Asa go to fucking uh, Toys R Us in 2016 whenever I was doing parent-teacher conference. And I told him, because I need to get the chainsaw one. And they had eight of them. And I made Asa do a trip for nothing. Um, I mean, he got it. But, like, I could have done that on my own. Um, And, like, I want to like every new Finn Balor figure. This is the first one that's really disappointed me. And it's just a bummer. Because, like, they don't... Demon Balor hasn't been a thing in a while. And, like, we're going to get the Hell in the Cell one, and that one's going to be purple and red. And if they use the same formula, I'm going to be really salty. Like, make the man a little bit taller. Like, it looks good. If you're just posing it, it looks good. But I just don't like this figure. It's just a huge... That's unfortunate. I liked Omos more. And I'm not even a big Omos fan. Like, I'm not like the homosexuals or whatever they call them. Or the Omos sapiens. What is it? 
I'm not telling you. Okay, cool. Is it, no. is it funnier you, that you I don't know? Sit in that. All right, cool. But, like, I just, I wanted to like it, and I just didn't. Oh, but recent update, I did get, and I added a jacket to it, but I did get the um, Sami Zayn from 102 with the giant mousetrap. This figure mm. rules. I made a custom of this figure because I didn't think they were ever going to actually do the jackass like, gear. And then Mattel went, ha, fuck you. Um, so I got the Sammy Forever, Sammy Zane figure. It's pretty dope. I wish it came with a more serious head so we could have, like, a current Sammy. This one's very cartoonish. And, the, like, the old Elite head doesn't, like, fit on it well and it doesn't look good because the hair's not as long. But, like, this is a dope-ass figure. Um, I put the Elite 92 jacket on him because that's what he wore in his entrance thing. Um, super cool, especially if you pair it next to Johnny Knoxville. It's, like, the perfect duo Elite set. Um, I... Yeah, that's wrestling with articulation. Asa, take it home. That is it. Uh, and I was just kind of double checking Twitter to make sure there isn't like breaking news. So here in about 30 minutes, something major is going to happen, I'm sure, because that just is how it goes for us, it seems like. Um, but yeah, that is it. We will be back uh, next week. We will be talking about previewing. Um, we'll be preview. Pre- next week will be the preview show for AW Double or Nothing. Uh, I'm sure we will also talk a little bit about the NXT pay-per-view that they're having at the same time as Double or Nothing. I can't remember the name. It's not Roadblock, but yeah. the only match that I know is advertised. The only match that I know for sure, like I'm, excuse me, I'm pretty sure it's like Carmelo Hayes defending against Braun Breaker. Yeah. I don't know if there's a stipulation or not, but I'm pretty sure that is a match. Um, but I do know... That apparently it's going to be Dijak and Ilya Dragunov in a last man standing match. That's going to be stupid. Yeah. So, I am actually really excited for that match. Um, But I'll probably watch it on, like, Sun... uh, Oh, wait, no. Double or Nothing's the 28th? Yeah, it's next week. Well, yeah, but it's... Because NXT is Saturday. Yeah, the 27th. Same day as CCW. Okay, yeah. So we, it's not at the same time. I'm dumb. It's the same weekend. Yeah, yeah. So NXT is Saturday. AW is the 28th, which is the Sunday. Oh, but I'm off on Monday. That's right. Okay. Yeah, holiday weekend. Yeah, yeah. I just remember being excited that I was going to get to watch AEW and not be and not have to worry about the next morning. Yeah, yeah. So I thought it was Saturday, and then I saw the date for. Wait. So then is NXT May pay per view? I am a professional. I am a professional. Doing fantastic. Had this ready to go. Uh, NXT Battleground is May 28th. Okay, so they are the same day. They are both on Sunday. Oh, well. So yeah, I'll probably watch NXT on that Monday. Yeah, yeah, because we, yeah. we have to pay $50 to watch uh, AEW, so that kind of ruins my hand, yeah. Yep. And boy, was I disappointed that part of that upfront was not a deal with HBO Max to, steal, to stream the pay-per-views. Right. Because don't get me wrong, HBO Max... That can be booty. That is not a good interface or streaming service it's very in general. Yeah. Uh, but it would be significantly better than fucking BR Live. Yes. What a trash experience that is just 10 out of 10 times. So, but is what it is. That's just how the things go. We're done, though. Thank you so much for tuning in for this just weird-ass episode. Yeah, we did our best. Again, I would say I would say next week would be better, but I don't want to lie. Nah. I'm not going to lie to the people. I'm so. probably going to be hungover we'll for to that show, about. so 
Uh, I'm in my next week. We'll have a more focused. We'll have a more focused than this week. This week was just a little bit loosey goosey, getting back in the feel of things. Yeah, yeah. You know, not a ton to really uh, talk a, a ton about. But um, I'll have your newest update on Mortal Kombat one because they are doing a community chat tomorrow. God damn it! I'm excited Aces, to see what they talk about up. there. We're we're, we're going past gameplay time. soon, so I'm excited for that. But find out next week. And also uh, be on the lookout for Dalton's Pro Wrestling Tees store because we're going to have some new merch up soon. Uh, <laughs> thank you so very much for listening to just all of this bullshit. We appreciate the hell right out of you. Uh, until next week, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and as always, watch more wrestling. <laughs>